Jerusalem, my Rebbe, Yedidya Kramer filled in. So, but we haven't missed a day. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Purim. Purim, I was supposed to give the shear. For some weird reason, I didn't make it. I was guns drunk. So that's that. I, we st so two lessons that you can learn for Dafiyami from that thing is that when you have that urge, when you have that idea, don't push it off. Don't say the next Masechta. Go ahead and do it immediately. We started in Avedizar Daf Chavches in the middle of a parak without a Mishnah. I keep on saying it because it's important to remember. It was in the middle of a sugya, in the middle of a line. But if we would have pushed it off, I don't know that we would be here today. So I want to thank all those that were there the first day, the ones that came up with the idea, Moshe Ehrenfeld, Chaim Kornbluth, and every single guy that was there the first day, the Nachshim bin Aminadavs, the ones that jumped into it without knowing what they were getting themselves into it. And most of them are here today. You see from the pictures, our turnover is very, very low, Baruch Hashem. And Bezer Hashem, we should all finish Shas together. Amen. And for, just for one minute, Shmuley Kuperstein wants to say a few words. I have no idea what he wants to say. I hope they're nice. Go ahead. It's, we, go, we continue with the theme of last week that we had a guest speaker this week. Here, stand up. Here. Okay, fine. Yeah, Suba Motsi Shabbos, that's right, very good, very good. So, one of my older daughters had an issue with, uh, with anger. She would get upset, and I would get upset that she's upset. She would get upset that I'm upset that she's upset. Everybody was upset. So I recalculated, and I decided to, to, to set an example. She would get upset. Close it, otherwise we all have to stand up. You know, I know something is bothering you, but, um, you know, you could say, you know, in a pleasant way. It didn't help a lot. And after a few weeks of doing it, one day, my younger son comes up and he says to me, you know, Abba, you, you always tell me that I need to respect my older sister because she's my older sister. You also respect my older sister because she's my older sister, right? And that left me with two insights. One is that you put out the message, you never know who picks it up. And second is you never know what message he picks up. And usually both are not what you intended. When Ellie asked me last week to come, uh, this evening, so my first thought was he's trying to make fun of me. Or even worse, he's trying to embarrass me. <laughs> See, I was here like he said in the first day of the shir. I'm not here now. Baruch Hashem, I have a chavrus every morning. But still, I'm not a part of the shir. And, that, and that's embarrassing. Uh, but then I thought about it again, and I, and I realized that I am a part of the ship. When Ellie came to town, I remember he seemed to me like a gishmak businessman. You know, they don't work together. It's a gishmak businessman. And my chap of a businessman's role in Avedas Hashem was to be supportive of Torah, to have, you know, to be koivea eating the Torah, to do chesed. My chap of a, of a gishmak guy's role in Avedas Hashem was to make people happy. It's a big thing to make people happy. From this year, I learned that the, chap, the, the role of every person, of every Jew, is to take everything he has, to take his talent, his passion, his, his position, and to turn it into Torah everything he has and to turn it into pure Torah. If you're a Mishma guy, start a shir that everybody will talk about. If you're a businessman, start a shir with 20 people, with 8 people, and turn it into 1,000 people, 16,000, 100,000 Mitzvah Hashem people. Amen. Mitzvah Hashem. Um, so, I'm, so, I am, so I am a part of this year. And, 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 this, and this inspired me in many different ways. And it set my own expectations to higher. And I, and, and I thought about it and I said, you know, actually I am a part of the shir. I'm a part of this part of the shir. And I wish everybody to also be a part of this part of the shir. Shkoya. Do we have, a, do we have time for a niggin? Okay, go. Good, nice niggin, let's go. It's a malaka. So after the shir is over,
Basically, Hashem, we're going to have sushi and pizza. We couldn't get it quick enough, the stores, until they open and everything. So it's coming afterwards. You can nash on whatever you have. Save some room for the sushi and the pizza. And now the covered Matzah Shabbos in the occasion. Before we start the shir, a Gishmak and Nigan started off. I just want to say, um, a few days ago we did Rachim Noah Hashem Lekeinu in, in the Gemara, and we didn't do it, but I think we'll do it all now together in the Chavayi the, the Matzah. Rachim, Rachim Noah Hashem Lekeinu, Rachim, to daven with gum in your mouth. And if there is, is there a pasuk anywhere that tells us if you're allowed or if you're not allowed? Very good. That's actually what the Gemara says, but for that we're going to have to get to the last, last words of today's daf, so you can't leave. But there's something better than that. It's called sushi. All right, Omar Shmuel. So we learned in the Mishnah that when you say Zimon, the person that says it out, Rabbi Say Nivareich, do you say Nivareich or do you say Barchu? So the Mishnah says if there's three people, you say Nivareich. Let's 
bless Hashem, and if there's four people, the fourth person says to the other ones, Baruchu. It's better that he shouldn't tell them what to do. He should be part of it. He should say, Rabbi Sainavarek, four people like we do today. Nah, what about our Mishnah? If there's four people, you tell them, you say, you bless Hashem, you Baruchu. Says Baruchu. You could, if you want to, you could tell them, it's better to say Nevarech, like we do today. If you want to, you could. So we're going to learn on this Ahmad. We're not going to turn the page. There's a Mishnah that says this exact thing. That if you have six people, you could divide them into three. Three and three. You do two Zimons out of six people. But once you have ten people, you can't divide it. Don't turn around, that's my pchar. <laughs> big, that's a big schos. Wow. I think it's the first time in two years that he's been here. Wow. On the anniversary. Beautiful. Yeah. You thought I was messing with him. I told him there's a bunch of guys that came. He came to see for himself. All right. Shkoyach. Wow. It's a real guest of honor. Oh. All right, so we learned, Shisho, he's learning brachas now by the Chabura. Everybody knows the Chabura? Barry Klein. It's an awesome place. You learned the sugya? Tafnun? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. No cautious, though. No holding. He's holding. Tanino, Shisho, Nechlakim, Adesar. If you have 10 people, you don't want to break it up to five and five or a bunch of threes. Why? Because you're not going to be able to say, okay, no. If you say that to say Nevarach like we do today, that's why if you have six, you can break it up into two groups. It's fine because you're going to say Nevarach. But if it's better for one to tell other people what to do, now let me ask you a question. What about today in Shul? We say, you're telling other, you're telling the congregation to say Baruch. Why is that any different? We just said it's better. It's better to say Nevarech. It's not to be You should be part of the whole congregation. We should, a guy should get up to the Torah and say Nevarech Hashem. Why Baruch Hashem? <clears throat> okay, but right now you're Yotzim Menachlal. So Tosis points it out on the bottom of Memtesim Beis, and he says because he's saying Baruch Hashem Hamevayroch. We are blessing him. So he, that, he puts himself right back into the Klal. Okay, but the Gemara points out. If Baruch is better, you're telling them what to do. So why, if you have six people, are you allowed to go to two groups of three? You just ruined the Baruch You need at least four people to say Baruch From here you see that saying Nevarich is better. Says Taisvis, Nevarich Adif, Lavdafka Adif. You don't see from here that it's better. All you see is that it's the same. But Rashi points out, if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, but once it's the same, if you have the, the, the option of saying Baruch or saying Nevarach, Nevarach is better. Why is Nevarach better? Because now you're not Moitzi Atzimim Naklal. You're part of everybody. Fine. Tanya Na Me'ochi. Ben Shoma Baruch Hu, Ben Shoma Nevarach. It doesn't matter if a person says Baruch Hu at Zimun or he says Nevarach, ain't Taif Sinoi Selkach. You don't correct him. What's an Nagdon? A Nagdon is a perfectionist. They'll point it out. I thought when I was reading this, this has the same exact letters as Nudnik. So I thought this is where the Nudnik comes from. The Nudnik, he points it out. What? Hold on. Do you know what a Nudnik is? What is the definition of a Nudnik? Somebody... They ask him, how are you doing? And he tells you how he's doing. That's a nudnik. <laughs> yeah. There's no nudniks. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Why the opposite? Maybe they knew how to read it without Nikudas. They were able to read it without. Right, right. There's something. <coughs> They're what? Aha. There's some Nagoris Nagdonim, then the Goris Nakronim, which are a prompter. Because they didn't have Nakudas. He's saying it couldn't be that they were Nagdonim. Nagdonim is Melosha Nakudas, and they didn't have Nakudas then. So there's no such thing as Nagdonim, he's saying. Okay, that's why they take it out. If you look in the side. Now the Gemara goes through. Like we said, there's no Sidurim in those days. People had a bench by heart, and they made up their own things sometimes. And if you weren't a Tamad Chacham, you messed up in different areas. And the Gemara says how there's at least four places where we could catch you and see that you're not a, a Tamad Chacham. You're not Ma'aretz, you're a Bur. Keitzad, Rebbe Oimer, Uve Tuvoy, Harezit Tamad Chacham. If you say like we say today, Uve Tuvoy Chayinu, then you, you show you know what you're doing. No, no kunst today, because we just read it right out of the Siddur. Umetuvoi, but if you say with a mem, mituvoi, meaning, I'm using, Akash Baruch only is doing some of his good with me. Harezebur. Akash Baruch doesn't, he's not giving me everything, he's not, he's not doing what he could do. Mituvoi, a little bit, that's a bur. Amaretz. Whether or not he has to go back, machloikas. Omele abayilor avdimi voksiv, umibirchoscho yivoyrach. Base Avdachaloilam. There is a mem here. Mibir Chascha. From Akadj Barchus Bracha, he's going to give blessing back. Says the Gemara Bishailashani. When you daven, this, here's a concept of davening. Don't be a chazer. Don't ask for too much. Ask, don't, don't. It's too much. I think Rashi says the Lashon of Gaiva, if I'm not mistaken. So, 60% thank you, 40% ask. Who said? Rashi says, It's a gaiva, you, you, I, I want a lot. Ah, he says 60 40. Fine. But also, when it comes to tefillah, it says, the Melch says, Because tells us, open your mouth, meaning, David as much as you want. Whatever you ask for, I'm going to give to you even a lot. We must say, and there's also a big insight. When it comes to Torah, you could ask a Baruch Hu, and we should all ask a Baruch Hu that we should finish us together. You could ask a lot. Things that are seemingly impossible, you could ask when it comes to Torah, though. Tanya Rebbe Oimer, Chayinu, Chachem. Now we continue with this theme. If you say properly, Chayinu, then you're Tamad Chachem. Chayim, Harezabur. Why? What's the difference Chayinu and Chayim? Chayim means their life. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives them life, not me. I'm not part of it. Chayinu, our life, every, our life. Zakti Gemara, Narbloi, Masni Ibcha. They're Narbloi, they said the opposite. Chaim is better, they say. Why? Chaim means all of life, even the life in the safari, everything, all life. Chayinu is just us. Like Hishbar who cares just about these three people sitting here. No, the Allah is not like them. He's supposed to say, Tvoy Chayinu, and not Chaim. In other words, that there's a bunch of people that are providing sustenance, they're providing food. One of them is the host of my meal, and I'm thanking him, not a Baruch Hu. That's wrong. So where do we say this? You guys that already have the Masiftas and everything else, think about it for a second. If you didn't learn this, where do we say these words? Everybody says it. When do you say it? So again, we're saying, No song for that. Then it's obvious who he's talking about. Because he's talking about, Once he says the word Nisim, that means he's referring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But if he just says, L'misha chal l'mishalai, he might be referring to his host. V'arib yechanon, Baruch shachal l'mishalai, harizit amad chacham. Ala mazin shachalnu, what's wrong with ala mazin shachalnu? He's almost making a bracha, a benching on the food, rather than HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Harizit bur. Om Rabbanu b'reidu, Rabbi Yishol, Amor el b'shloisho. 
When a person says, then he talks about the Mazan, but he just said, Elikeinu. so obviously he's talking about a Kosh Baruch, so there's no problem. So it's interesting, when I was reading it, I had a little bit of a problem there. The end of the Mishnah, where's our Mishnah? The big Mishnah, and it says, the way, you, the way he tells you, that's how we answer. You see the problem here? What, what does he say? So the Gemara is proving from our Mishnah alone that you say that we're talking about the food and it's not a problem. Why is it not a problem? Because we're saying Hashem We're saying Hashem Obviously everybody knows that we're not talking about the food. We're not saying a brach on the food. We're saying a brach to Hashem that made the food. My issue was that it says in, in the Gemara why does it just say, In his brach, he says these exact same words. All the Mishnah says is that the person that hears it should repeat the same words that he said. So why is the Gemara bringing a raya from the second part of the, of, of the Mishnah, not the first part? So then I look in the side and it says that we're not garisit. So in the Mishnah, we have to go back to the Mishnah and, and read it again. That when you have 10,000 people, Oimer, Nevorach, Lashem, Elikein, Elikei, Yisrael, Elikei, Tzvok, you, you scratch those words. Alamad Shachalnu doesn't belong in the Mishnah. Only the people that answer that, they stick in Alamad Shachalnu. That's why the Gemara brought it right from them and not from the guy that said it to begin with. Very interesting. Echad Asar, yeah? Echad Asar, Echad Asar, Reboy. The Mishnah says, starts off saying that it doesn't matter if there's 10 people or 100,000 people, you say, Nevarach, Elokeinu Shachalim Shlo, you don't add anything else. Hogufakashu, how's that possible? Even if it's 100,000, it's all the same. There's no difference in the Nusach. Even, we said in Sima Shas, 92,000 people, a guy gets up there and says, He doesn't say, Nothing. Just again. Why? And then a second later in the same Mishnah, it says, a hundred, you stick in another Hashem. And a, a, a thousand, you say two more words. Ten thousand, what's going on here? It's Rebbe Kiva that says that you don't add anything. Even a hundred thousand, it's the same as we say today. That's it. And it's Rebbe Saglili that says there's a difference. Every amount has another type of bracha. Depending on the group, the size of the group. On that, Rabbi Kiva answers, that just like in Shul, if there's a thousand people in Alexandria, they also said, there's no other Nusach for a thousand people versus ten thousand people. So, when it comes to benching, there's no different Nusach. What does he do with the Makilis Baruch Olikim? How do you know that the babies in the stomach, they said, Shira by Kriyasyamsev, Shenemar by Makilois, Baruch Olikim, Hashem Mimkar Yisrael, Mimkar, Vidoch Mikar Nafka. Rabbi Saglili learns it out from the word Mikar. Mikar is always referring to the baby, the, the womb, the Mikar. It seems like the, some learn that Rabbi Kiv himself also learns from, from Mikar. They're not Mikhulik on that word. That's what Mikar means, baby. Makilois doesn't mean baby. Mikar means baby. Just he learns from there that everybody said Shiro, whatever, whatever the Bshad is. Omar Rava, Halacha Kiribakiva. The Halacha is like we do today, you just say Baruch Alikainu Shachalim Shaloi, no other Nusuch. Ravidim Ravchama Barbuzi Iklo Lebeis Rish Galusa, they were at the Rish Galusa's house. Kom Ravchama Vaka Mahadra Bimeo. He was searching, he was, he, was, he was so excited, he finally has the opportunity to say a special Nusuch that nobody ever says. You need a hundred people for that. So he's, get, he's trying to gather the, the groups. Sit down, let's do this. And it's, a, it's, it's chashev, right? What's more important, to say Baruch Elikeinu Shechalim Shloi or just Baruch Shechalim Shloi? Obviously Elikeinu. And if you could say Hashem Elikeinu, it's even better. And you can say this whole Nusach, it's better. Forget about it. Don't bother. Da'alacha is like Rebbe Kiva that you say Baruch Elikeinu and that's it. Now, it's very interesting 
the Mishnah Brewer points out, and this is Allah Chalamaisa, that if you're in a room with, let's say, nine people, you should go look for the tenth person, because now you can say, Lekenu. And if the guy didn't eat with you, what do you do? You give him a piece of lettuce, because just a piece of lettuce, you give him starve with us. He can't be a mizamin, he can't lead us, but he give him starve. And then the Mishnah Brewer goes on further. What if you have seven people? And he says, yes, you should try to look for three more people to get to the ten people. Omar Ovo, it's awfully quiet. Nobody has questions. You can make it a stick exciting, something. Oh, no, not you. Hello, you already asked you, Kasha. Yeah, what? Uh, no, 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 we don't make up. There's no makeups. <laughs> when I said two questions per share, I was serious. What? So you have six. How many questions do you have? Six questions, okay. Yeah, we have plenty of time. No, go. Where? I started. Uh, that, that, that question, wait for after. I don't know. All right. Omar Rava. Kiachlina Rifta Beirish, not everybody at the same time. Kiachlina Rifta Beirish Gulusa, Mevachino Tlasa Tlasa. What's going on here? The Reish Golos, the head of. What? Again? Avi, you're fired. What? That's not your volume. Okay, but we're going to go on. That one is from beginning to end? Okay. Yeah, but that one is not as clear. Okay, fine. All right, so you have the Rosh Gulls' house. Imagine the head of Klai Yisrael sitting there, giant house, whatever. A lot, a lot of people, a lot of noise, a lot of commotion. And they're all eating the Suda. Says the Gemara, Rava said, when we ate there, we would break off. So, similar to what we do today in Chassas. I see people do it. You have to leave early. You ask two guys quietly, let's do a quick zimun, and we're out of there. So that's what they did. What? Who says that? But you have an emergency. You have an emergency. You have an emergency. Most people go to Chasanas. Okay. Ask the Gemara. You, tur- you turned off your phone option? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it happened to me also on Matzah Shabbos. you forget to put that right. do not disturb thing. It's much better to, to, to say Zimu with ten people, we said. So why are they doing three? Go on a little table, make ten. Says the Gemara, Shomarej Gulusa Vikpad. There'll be a problem. The Rizgolos doesn't want to make Chaburis, Chaburis in his house. So in Mela, they did three. They did it so the Rizgolos shouldn't notice. Benifko Bibrachasa, the Rizgolusa. So let them just be yaitza with the bracha of the Rizgolos. He's going to be Mizamin. What's the problem? Let him, and Rashi points out that they waited around for the Rizgolos to make a Zimun anyways. So if they're, if they're waiting, so why can they be patient and wait for the Rizgolos to do it? Says the Gemara, I did the Afshu Kula Alma Loishomi. There's so much noise in the room, there's a lot of commotion, so he would, he would bench, and they couldn't hear him. And here we learn another halacha. Another very important halacha lamaisa is that when you bench, you have to hear the guy that's benching, the guy that's leading, he should say every word out loud, and you have to listen to every word that he says, at least until Azanas Akal. And that's what they were saying. They might hear Rabbi Yisayin Varech, great. But they, not, they were concerned that they're not going to hear every single word of his benching all the way through to Hazan HaSakol. And that was a problem. Omer Rabbi Toysva. At least, at least, right. It should be all the way to the end, but at least. L'chatchilo, you have to hear all the way to Hazan HaSakol. Shkoyach. Oh. Hani, Tlosa de Karchi, says Rabbi Toysva. Right? So we have three people eating. Three people eating. The pizza is coming in slowly. Not to make chaburis, chaburis, and hurt my feelings. Pretend I don't see it. Are you the The Mamish went to my head. Three people that were eating, Rabbi Isai, according to Noam, have in mind that you're going to do 3-3 three, three and run. 
You're not going to wait for the zimun of 10. That's only a norm's wedding. By, by the way, I th we, could, we could maybe do a zimun of 100 over here. We could do a zimun of 100. But we don't. We do nevarach alikeinu. only by Noam's wedding. By Noam's wedding, you have to make a kavanah. Ah, I got it. But that's already was. Well, you weren't paying attention last week? What bracha to make on pizza? Okay. And it lost the kachir rifti by the adadi. The three people that were eating together, and when, when the three people, one of them is not allowed to leave. The Kadam Chaminayu Barakhladatei, he benched anyways. Says the Gemara, amazing Chiddush here. The other two could still do Zimun even though he benched. He himself cannot be Yoytze Zimun. You hear what's going on here? It almost doesn't make sense. He cannot be part of the Zimun. He's not Yosef by himself. But you could use him as Zimun. What's the Pshat? So the Shita says, because he's still Chayv and Zimun. He never got rid of his Chayv and Zimun. So Memela, you could use him. But he himself cannot be Yosef. Why? Because he can't go retroactive. Very interesting. And the Rush says, the Rush says, that he shouldn't be any worse than a guy that's eating vegetables. That's what he says. He ate bread, he's done eating because he already benched, but he shouldn't be worse as a guy that ate vegetables that could be even starved to them. That's what the Rosh says. Okay, but you don't have lettuce, you know this. In a situation. Yeah. Now they were passing like that. Listen to this Chiddush that I saw. I hope I'm right in this. Look it up. He's, that's what the Shita says. He's still Chayv and Zimun. That Chayv never left. But he cannot be Yosef for the rest of his life because he already benched. But you could use that Chayv for you. Listen to this Chiddush. This really, I don't get exactly. But he says like this. In Halach is brought down. If ten people were eating, and three people at a wedding made their own zimun, the seven that are left could use the three that already benched and did zimun. Because they already were yoy to zimun. They already have zero zimun to them. They have no zimun left in their bodies. You can use them. That's what he says. That's the Halach. Over here is different. The zimun still... Hanging around him, he just can't use it. One Over there, they're, they're ready with Mizamin. Seven plus three, you get a full ten. Full ten, you're using them three as a, as a ten. All right, let's go right there. It's late. Doyle wants to eat pizza. Lefish and Zimul Afray can't go retroactive. Rabbi Shmuelaymer, Raphim Bar Papa Ikla Lebeknish to Dabi Gibar, Dabi Gibar. Come, so we have in the Mishnah Machloikis, how do you say? Do you say Baruchus Hashem Amavayrach or Baruchus Hashem? How do we do today? Amavayrach. And that's based on Rabbi Shmuel. Says the Gemara, Raphim Bar Papa went to a shul, come, Kara Besifra, he's reading from the Torah, Va'omar, Baruchus Hashem. He didn't say Amavayrach. Vishtik Vilayam Amavayrach. Like who? Like Rabbi Kiva. Afshukuli Alma, and they all scream out. It seems like they went a little bit louder than usual. You know, what are you talking about? But they, they, you know, they had an answer, so they, they, they answered with the Mavayrach. Omarava, pasu ukma. You're like a black pot, he called him. Meaning, like a Tamut Chachem, that in those days it was hard, you know, they only had one, one, one shirt, one whatever. Like, look, Ayin in the stories about Rav Shach, one, and it became black and black, and they didn't have time to, to wash it. Call him a black pot. You like a Tamut Chacham, but they plucked the Lamalach. Why you get? Why you sticking your head into Machlokes of Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Shmuel, Vaid, Hanog, Almok, Rabbi Shmuel? Everybody agrees that to say I'm a Vayrach is better than without him a Vayrach, and Allah is like Rabbi Shmuel. So why get involved? Rashi says Shaf Rabbi Kiva Moed the Chiyom I'm a Vayrach Tfeyadif. Even Rabbi Kiva admits. So why do you have to do that? No point. Says the Mishnah. Shloisha Shachluk Achas Enim Shalom Lecholik. We mentioned it in the beginning of the Amud. You have three people, it's also for you to break it up, break up the zimun. If you have six people, you can break it up into two groups of three. If you have nine people, break it up into three groups of three. Now, if you have 20 people, then you can make two groups of 10. But if you have 10 people, you're not allowed to break it up. Two groups of people that were eating in one house. If part of the group could see the other part of the group, then they could do one giant zimon. They're all part of the meal. They can't see each other, even though they're in the same 
The sushi? Let's do it after. Let's, let's bring it after. The sushi is not going to get cold. In those days, the wine was extremely strong. They would put three parts water, one part wine. Rav Schoenberg back in Avedizar explained to us also that in those days they didn't have the filtration, they had all the bacteria in the water, so they would add wine to kill out the bacteria. That was the way they drank. But the, the original wine, the way it was, straight out of the grape, they didn't drink. So you have, to, you have to pour water into it in order even to make a brach on it. If you don't, the Gemara is going to discuss that you make a bayri priates on it. On, on wine that's not diluted bayri priates. Regardless, even though it's real wine, you still make a bayri priagofen. Even though it's undiluted. Right, so I thought about it. I think you have to say pshad, obviously, that they have to go. They need to go. There's a doichak. But, yeah, you're right. Melis, 20 people is better than 10. You're right. What? It's also? If you're already there, you're already 20 people. Okay, let's go weiter. Michael Mashmalon. Tanina Chod Zimno. We already learned. What is the mission telling us? They can't break it up. We already know this halacha. Says the Gemara, three pshatim. Hakam Ashmelon. Amazing chiddush. If three of us sat down, we said I'm mighty, but we didn't eat yet, I'm not allowed to break it up. I would think that I have to put food in my mouth and then I can't break up the group, even before I put food in, or if, even before I ate a kazayas. I cannot break it up. I would think that this whole Zimun business is when they all eat from the same bread. But if each one had their own role, they are not mitzdarif. Then they could break up. Then they're not allowed to break up. Listen to this. This is a little complicated, this one. You have nine people. And from each, there was three groups of three. Three, three, and three. And each group... One person left the group to create a fourth group. Okay? One person, I should have made a chart. One person from each group leaves, and now you have a new three. Now the new three is not allowed to break off. They became a new group. They are not allowed to break off. Says Rav Chizda, that's because they came from three groups made of three each. This is only if the original groups didn't do zimun for them. Says Rashi that there's four people, and that three of them made zimun together. This guy was listening, so he was yoytze zimun. If that happened, that's a problem. If that didn't happen, then you can use. Then he still has a chiyuv of zimun on him, and he makes a new group. But let's say he heard the zimon, his group made a zimon, and he was, he was listening. Let's say he didn't bench yet. He was listening. So his group was ready, mighty him, zimon. He loses. His, his chiv of zimon dissipates, goes away. He can no longer be part of another group to make zimon. Nochamol. You have three people, four people eating. And three of them say, let's bench. Ruvain is the fourth guy out. Three of them bench. And Ruben is standing and listening, and he says, I want to meet my friends. They're sitting in that room over there. I'm going to go over there. But he hears, What happened to Ruben? He just lost his zimon. His zimon went bye-bye. So now that he gets up, Ruben, and moves to another group and joins other people, he can't say zimon with them. Yes. But he didn't answer them, he didn't lose it doesn't matter. They did zimun for him. They did zimun for him. Rashi says the lashon of. Uh, he said, He was there. I don't know that Rashi says he said it. But that's being part of it. That's being part of it. Being that his group is saying it. That's part of it. Now, the rush adds. So what's the big chiddush? What is the big chiddush? He his group said it. So of course he can't be part of it. Says the rush because he went on and he ate with the other group. You hear Noam. 
he ate, he continued eating a meal with the other guys. So I would think that a new, a new chiyuv was just added to him. It flew away from him. He can't do it anymore. Very interesting raya he brings from Tuma and Tahara to benching. Don't ask questions here. You have a bed that's completely tame, and some ganav came and took half the bed away. So what happens to the Tuma? It dissipates. It goes away. It got lost. Tahira. doesn't matter. Half of it went away. But later on, they found the missing piece. From here on out, it's Tomei. What about the first Tuma? That's gone forever. Since you split it, the Tuma leaves forever. Once the Zimon Chiv went away, you can't add another Chiv of Zimon any longer. Shtei Chaburois. Tano, im yashamish b'neim, shamish mitzarfon. Listen to this, Rabbi Isai. If you have two groups in two different houses, and you have a waiter that goes between the two houses, what's the halacha? Same exact halacha. They could be in the two different places. The waiter connects the two. The waiter connects the two. We mentioned the Mishnah that if the, if the wine is not diluted, you don't make a bari bir gofen. Ella, bari bir So over here the Gemara tells us what brach you make, you make hates. Listen to this. You can take this undiluted wine and use it to wash your hands for Amaiti. Why? Because now it's called meperos. It's not wine. It doesn't have chashivas of wine. Meperos, the water of peros. Water of peros. You can wash your hands with it. But once you dilute it, you think the opposite. Oh, it's such strong wine. No. It's not royal for shtia, it's not royal for wine, so it doesn't have the chashivas, and I could be mevayish it, I could use it for whatever I want. Once I dilute it, and now you just elevated it from a grape to wine. And you make a and you can no longer wash your hands. Rabbi's side, there's a lot of noise going on here. What's going on here? Is it the food? Yeshua, you make sure that Oilam doesn't talk, okay? Shkoyach. That was just a hint. Sometimes when I want to yell at my son-in-law who's sitting here, I don't yell at him, I yell at my daughter. I say, what are you doing? No, I'm just, never happened, Mayor, never happened. But that's a, it's a joke, it's a, it's a saying in Yiddish. They, I forgot how it says, like, the shnur mente, the tochte zokte, something like that, whatever, it means like, it's like, Yeshua, please make sure that the island doesn't talk. Anyways. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. are you telling me? Hey, what's the shaykh's today's daf? Ah, wine. Okay, great. <laughs> He's saying the Chardonnay and he's serious. He's a doctor. Dr. Factor says that, look it up on Google, Chardonnay comes from Shar Hashem, Shar Adoshem, that the Romans made it up when they came, that the best grapes in the world are from Eretz That's what he said. Ayn Chum, we're going to get six emails tomorrow. What? Now I get it Either way, whether it's diluted or undiluted, you still make a goffin. And therefore, a you cannot wash your hands with, with very strong grape juice or whatever it's called. And the Gemara is going to explain why. I'll just skip ahead. Because you could still drink it as wine for medicine. Kemana as the Omar Shmuel. Oisa Adam called Sarchav a pass. You could do anything you want with bread. Keman Kiribliyazer. Kiribliyazer says that you can wash your hands with wine. So I could do whatever I want with bread, provided that I don't ruin it. And the Gemara is going to go into these halachas. We'll see exactly. What's a kosher bracha? Any cup, the Gemara on Nun Aleph says, Rashi says over here, it's a cup of Birkas HaMazin. Kosher Bracha, towards the end of the page on Nun Aleph, he says Birkas HaMazin. But the guy on the side, Agai uh, Zitzunim says, it means anything. 
obviously, even Kiddush, whatever. When you're making Kiddush, when you're doing Bikr Sabah and using wine, make sure it's diluted. Why? Because you want the proper wine. It's a mitzvah. My time on Rabbi Shaya being a mitzvah in a mukhar. When you do a mitzvah, do it the proper way. Rabbanan, my chazi, why do you make a bari priyagofen on this undiluted wine? Omer Bzeiro, chazi likuryote. You can make medicine out of it. Torah Rabbanan. Arba dvarim nemuru pas. Rabbi said, I think I knew this halacha, but I wasn't so makbid on it. I have to start being makbid. Sometimes, like, you, you, you cut your hamaytzi and you, like, give a little toss. Zazi says, no, no, that's a big no no. Everybody knows that, Rabbi. Okay. You don't put raw meat on the bread. Why? It's disgusting. You're not going to eat the bread anymore. You can't bring a, a full cup of wine over the bread because it might spill on the bread and you're going to ruin it. And you shouldn't lean a, a dish. I, I try to get away with that one. No. You're not allowed to throw bread. Even if it doesn't get ruined, even if it's going to land nicely on your child's plate, do not throw the bread. What? They throw it like a Okay. Litzarich mitzvah shani. Zog the Gemara. Amir Marzudra, they said the Svaradim throw the bread so that there's no hefsik. Amir Marzudra, Ravashi, Korchu, Rivta, Badea, Dodi. They're all eating bread. They brought dates and pomegranates. So Marzutra threw what? What would you think he threw? The Gemara starts off, he had dates and pomegranates, and he threw, says Rashi, he threw meat. What's Pshat? So they discuss it. A lot of people say that Rashi didn't really mean that he threw meat. Otherwise, why would it start? It's just, hey, they brought in front of him meat, and he threw the meat. Why, why say he, they brought a pomegranate and he threw meat? Okay, maybe, what? So don't say that he, they brought pomegranate. Why is the shaykhis? What, what's the, <laughs> yeah, but has no shaykhis. Anyways, I'm assuming that the, it means that he threw one of these pomegranates. And that's the, no, it's just like a shear or something like that. Oh, we learned you're not allowed to throw food. That's Allah regarding bread you're not allowed to throw. But food, that's not going to get ruined, you're allowed to throw. But it says Mufurish, you shouldn't throw any food. Let me be Jewish, I'll ask a question right back at you. Oh, it says Mufurish, that you're allowed to throw food. You're bringing me a cash from a place that says you're not allowed to throw food. I bring you a place that says you're allowed to throw food. L.A. Kashio. Habemidi Dimimis. This is an afkimina. If something is going to get ruined by, by landing on the floor, throwing an apple is okay. So throwing an apple, throwing, that's what Rashi says. Nuts, apples, things that like walnuts is not a problem. <laughs> if, it, if it's going to get damaged and get a, get a boo-boo, and then you're not going to need that's a different problem. <laughs> throwing. Just a, it's, it's anywhere, from here to there. It's a question of busy oichlim, if I'm going to ruin the food. It's... The question, Rashi uses the term hefsed oichlem, ruining food. It's also a problem. But it's part of bizo oichlem, ruining food. Here goes. I would think it's something similar to what we have today, like fountains, a wine fountain. Are you allowed to use it? Yes, as long as you can catch it and it doesn't go on the floor. So what are you doing? You're doing something nice for the chasen and kala. Aye, it's bizo oichlem. No, it has a purpose. And you can drink the wine afterwards. It's okay. You're allowed to throw in front of them toasted grain and, and nuts. Even if, the, if, the, if your nut, the, the, the walnut, has a, a heavy, what is it called? Not a, a shell. But if it lands in the mud, you're not going to eat it. So don't, don't do it in the, in the wintertime. This one I had a big problem with. Because Rashi says, I thought it meant cake. And then I look at Rashi, Rashi says it means bread. But bread we just said, you cannot throw bread. So what's the big chiddush? So that's why some say that Rashi didn't really mean it. What? No, no. Bread you're not allowed to throw regardless of mouse or not. Bread is a halacha of chashivas. You have to treat bread with a lot of respect. Nothing to do, thank you. Nothing to do with, with ruining it. That's the chiddush in bread, no matter what. 
Exactly. That's what I'm asking. What? Cake? Cake has the same Allah as, 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 as bread, he's saying. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not here. Yeah, but that's what Rashi holds, they say. Where is it? Mm, okay. Fine. Zog the Gemara. We're almost finished. A person puts food in his mouth. It happens all the time. Oops, I forgot to say a bracha. What do you do? There's three things that you could do. There's three options. Either you swallow, or you spit it out, or you put it to the side of your mouth. What do you do? It's referring to liquids. To spit it out is impossible. You're ruining it. And to put it to the side of your mouth is also a big problem. So what do you do? You swallow it. Do you make another bracha afterwards or not? Most Rishonim hold you don't make a bracha afterwards. If, let's say a candy. You could take a candy out. A lot of people take candies out. They put it on the side and they put it back in. That's not considered mimis. Depends on the person. Gum, different things. Then what do you do? You take it out. Obviously, you want to take it out. It's much better that it shouldn't be in your mouth. And what what is it referring to when you put it to the side of your mouth? You don't want to swallow it because you want to say a bracha, so you put it to the side of your mouth and you could. What's the problem with the varach? Listen to this. So the question, are you allowed to have gum in your mouth while you daven? It says in the Pasuk, Your mouth should be full of my davening and nothing else. You shouldn't have anything in the side of your mouth. Have a wonderful week tomorrow, 7.15. Shkoyach, mazel tov.